Hello, this is Will Hardy with Man Talk Radio. We are all about breaking down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few minutes. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Network podcast. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey After Hours. We were starting the show before the show, apparently. We were just talking and then realized that our bump was playing. So uh, <laughs> one day we're going to wake up five minutes into the show and like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, it, if you uh, listen to it, it actually wasn't that interesting. So, you know, it, uh, we were talking about Campophanie. So if you don't know what that is, look that up. So, just the things you talk about, you know, the downtime, I'm just saying. Anyway, welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. And we are finishing a trilogy of uh, three topics. That's what trilogy means, three. So uh, three shows. The first one was around Mother's Day, which was our mom's impact on our lives. And then uh, around Father's Day, obviously it's uh, father's impact on our lives. And then Robbie had the idea of uh, let's do one on the kids. And we just tabled it <laughs> for, for well, we had other shows that we were working on. And so we wanted to get back to this. And we also wanted to do it when we had more of a full house. So a lot more people could participate. And so that's what we're doing the show on, the impact that our kids have made. And so in the first episode, we had some of us talk about that. And, and in the after hours, we're going to continue the conversation. And where we pick up is we have Danny. You have the first clip in the after hours. Yeah, this is my first merged clip. It and is. What I did was I reached out to both my, my kids and said, what's your favorite movie? And so my daughter replied with the movie Rent, which I'd never heard of as a musical that she loves. And so I went to try to find a clip out of that to use to identify what way she impacted me. And then my son had the movie Cars. And so he sent me a scene where the the road racers are harassing the rig that's hauling Lightning McQueen. And so both of these clips are merged together and both of them speak to something about my children they impact. So we can play that. Well, before we do that, Andy, you had an observation that if we put cars and rent together, we end up with a clip called what? I rent said, cars. No. no. I, said, oh. I said that hurts. That hurts, yeah. <laughs> it was funnier when you did it before. <laughs> anyway, that's still pretty good. Hey, they messed up my rhythm there. They did, a little bit. Well, yeah. in, a, in, in a clip for, for the rents, they're helping they're, this group of people are helping this homeless girl. They bring her in and they're trying to help her because she's having some kind of medical issue or something so that's what's going on there so that's what you'll hear i don't know that you thanks for the almost clarity <laughs> well it's almost yeah, so. well i haven't seen it either so i can't help you so yeah, yeah we'll go ahead and play it that was, that was interesting too it was interesting too there'll be no spoiler alert it was actually very enterprising <laughs> yeah yeah we're still working on the cards car jokes <laughs> Yeah, we find them funny. Anyway, yeah. back to Camp Ophanique. Do you want to talk about that some more? We that would be that considered going. dad jokes. I think. It would be dad jokes. Yeah. And we may have something on that yeah. coming up. So we will go ahead and play Danny's clip of Rent and Cars. Not renting cars, but two separate movies from his kids' favorite movies. So here we go, starting with Rent and then moving into Cars. Yes. Roger! Anyone? Help! 
Chris! Hurry up, please! Mimi. She's been living on the street. We found her in the park. She wanted to come here. Uh, just clear off the table. Put it there. <laughs> Roger. I'm back. I'm back. Roger. We need some heat. <laughs> okay, I'll buy some wood and some food. It's too late for that, man. I'm calling 911. I'm right here. I'm right here. It's okay. Stopping off for a quick breather, kid. <coughs> oh, Mac needs a rest. Absolutely not. We're driving straight through all night till we get to California. We agreed to it. All night? May I remind you, federal DOT rigs state. Man. I need to get there before Chick and hang with Dinoco. All those sleeping trucks. Hey, kid. <laughs> hey, yo, DJ. What up? We got ourselves a nodder. <laughs> Pretty music. Yo, Wingo! Lane change, man! <laughs> right back at ya! <laughs> Oops, I missed! You going on vacation? <laughs> oh no, it's not right! He's gonna blow! <laughs> So in the in the clip from Rent, my daughter Kristen has always been one quick to help. We're gonna play it again. <laughs> Sam really likes that clip. I, just, yeah. I don't know how to not play it again. So there do we you go. have it on eight track? I do. It's repeating. <laughs> I think it's played again, Sam. It is. It is. <laughs> but, so you were saying? But yeah. before he does it, I have to say that it's one of the funniest things I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> About the time that he was saying like we got ourselves a nodder, Kenny over here was falling asleep. The Kenny G, <laughs> yeah, the irony is it's Kenny G song. So yeah, yeah. yeah you, we had ourselves a nodder right over here. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why Andy was nudging him into the other room. Yeah. Anyway, so go ahead, Danny. Let's talk about your children. Yeah. My daughter, Kristen, has always had a heart for others. And, and the way she impacted me, there's a story of when she was in fifth grade. You know, Kristen never had trouble making straight A's. I mean, she was just a brilliant kid. She's a brilliant adult now. And so she made straight A's. And all of a sudden, her grades started dipping into the B's and stuff like that. And as a parent, you get concerned, you know, why is my child slipping? And so I was kind of hard on her through the end of the year. You know, what's going on? And she really wouldn't say anything. So that summer, ran into her teacher, and she said, your daughter's something else. I said, well, yeah. And she said what she was doing was there was a little girl who was Kristen's friend who was struggling with her grades. So Kristen was rushing through her work and taking time with this other little girl to help her so she wouldn't be left behind in the grades. So, you know, she was just pouring into others you know, selflessly, and that, that that's impacted me that, you know, we are supposed to serve others. And, you know, what a way to show that and that thing. And the Cars clip, my son Cody, who is uh, is my 
stepson technically, but we've never used that term. But he loves this movie Cars, and we've watched it together several times. And but there was a time in Cody's life when he was—I used to pack his lunch. And one morning he he told me I didn't need to because he didn't eat his lunch or, or something. He told me something, some story, and I just in the busyness of getting ready in the morning, I just blew it off and didn't think no more about it. Well, that evening he comes home and. Usually when he was going to have a serious conversation with an adult, it was with his mom. But that evening he had his lunchbox in hand and he walks right around his mom and his son says, his mom says, son, what do you need? She, he said, I need to talk to Danny. And this little seven-year-old boy, as big as any man I've ever seen, walked around his mom and confessed to me that he lied to me. And he knew I didn't like people lie. And he, he lied and he told me the truth and he confessed what he had done. And... I was just blown away by it. And so what he showed me was true repentance. And mm-hmm. Michelle looks at me when we sent Cody to his room and said, what are you going to do? I said, I guess I'm going to do what the Bible says God does for us when we confess our sins. I'm going to forgive him, send him on his way. But what, what an impact that made in my life. I mean, that was over 20 years ago. Both of those stories were over 20 years ago. And I remember those about my kids because, you know, in essence, even though they've grown up, they haven't changed. You know, they're 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 honest. They're good kids, and they're you know they still help others and that kind of thing. So you know, that that makes a great impact on a kid and on a father. So, thank you, Danny. Appreciate that. Well, we'll actually uh, we'll do my clip next, um, Robbie. To be honest, I didn't think about doing a montage because I could have done that. I didn't really think about that because I kept thinking about. It. I have four kids. Uh, born youngest is 17 years younger than the oldest. And so I had kids over many, many years and knew every Disney movie for about 30 years and every animated movie for, you know, period of time and <clears throat> watched many of those over and over, such as Aladdin, you know, Tarzan, just, just many of those, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, you name it, a little princess, no, little mermaid. That one. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I think she's a princess. I don't know. Anyway, but I didn't use any of those. I used a clip from uh, Jimmy Fallon where people are, are um, writing in through Twitter, I think it is, and they're telling stories about their favorite dad stories or things that their dads did that were dad jokes that were funny. And so I'm going to go ahead and play that and kind of come back and talk about why I chose that clip. And then I'll talk a little bit about my kids. But uh, here we go. This is Jimmy Fallon reading stories from a listener or viewers sent in. Here we go. <laughs> These are all great. This one's from at Thomas Honeyman. He says, for five years, my dad drove me, pa- uh, drove me past the hay field to school. Every day for five years, he pointed and said, hey, and laughed. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Just for the commitment alone, it's fantastic. No, five, five years. years. This one's from uh, at uh, Amanda Koji. She says, before his speech at my wedding, my dad got on the mic and said, test, test, testicles. <laughs> <laughs> come, on. come on, that's funny, man. Oh, come on. He's having a ball. Oh, yeah, sir. I know he's dad. Her dad's nuts. <laughs> this one's from Matt Kendall, MK9. She says, whenever my dad goes into a fitting room, he always yells, there's no toilet paper in here. <laughs> yes, I there's guess. no toilet paper in here. Yes. This one's from <laughs> at Stan Voigt. He says, at the movies when the star would first appear on screen, my father would shout, 
There he is. <laughs> I know it didn't get a giant laugh, but that's my favorite one. Cause... There he is. I'm going to steal that. Yeah. There you go see any movie. Go. Hmm? Oh, there he is. <laughs> and then elbow the person. So next annoying. To you. It's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. It's so great. I love that. Maybe that. There he is. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that actually, I sent it to all four of my kids. <laughs> you know, I sent that clip to them and said, you know, I can see myself doing most of those, but definitely that first one, you know, the hey. You know, because there was some, just some running jokes with my kids and I that's been over years, and, and that's a generational thing. I remember uh, growing up, my dad would take me this the same route out of town when we were going to this other town, you know, that direction, and it always took us around a place called the Mile Square. You know, and so we'd go around there, and there was a round barn, on the mile square. And, and my dad must've told me the same joke a hundred times, if not maybe a thousand. He, the, the first time I fell for it. Then after that is, I just like, okay, come on dad. But he'd say, did you hear about the guy that died in that barn? I'm like, no, there's a guy died in that barn. He said, yeah, he couldn't find a corner to pee in. <laughs> that was his joke, right? You know, and it was like, okay. Then it was funny as five. So I thought it was funny when I was five, not as funny at 15 when he's still telling the joke. <laughs> but after a while, you just admire the commitment, right? You know, the commitment to the joke. And so some of the jokes that I have with my kids are just commitment oriented, you know, but all those I could see doing. And, and the reason I wanted to use that is humor has been a big part of my kids and I's life. You know, when we get together, um, this weekend, uh, three of my kids and I were together and we just laughed a lot, you know, joking with each other, just making fun at things, not uh, making fun of each other in, in a mean way, but just having fun and enjoying it. And that's it most of the time. You know, we just, we have deep conversations and we do those things, but we just have a shared sense of humor that we enjoy, you know, and it just leads to a lot of fun. It's, my kids and I love traveling together. You know, I, I travel with my daughter, I travel with my sons and, and, uh, I travel to see my other daughter. And so, you know, it's great when we travel cause we travel well together and we just enjoy each other's company. You know, as far as my kids go, they each have challenged me in different ways to be a better person. You know, the thing that you always want as a parent is that your kids are better than you. You know, they may not realize that, but that's always your, your desire that they end up being better people than you are because you know, all your faults you know, the things that you fall, you know, fall short in and, and you hope that they do better. And my kids have done better in certain ways than me. And those things challenge me to be better at things. You know, my oldest daughter, Rachel has never met a stranger. She could talk to anybody and just feel like, you know, she's known you forever and you just feel accepted and loved, you know, um, now the conversations never get really deep because she's very, very extroverted, you know, but it's very genuine. You know, and she can talk to anybody for forever. You know, and that's not me. I'm more introverted. It's harder for me to do that. And that pushes me to try to do that with people. And I do try to be more on that side and uh, talk to people more and include people more. My uh, next daughter, Sydney, is just very just oriented. She wants things to be fair for people. You know, to the point where, you know, if we're dividing out candy, everybody better have the same exact same amount. You know, I mean, down to anything, but... She's always got this lens of, is this fair? Right. And so I love to, f to ask her about stuff at times when I have questions, you know, about, Hey, let me talk to you about this. Cause she's an adult, right? So I can talk to her as an adult, but I love to have her feedback on those things. Cause I know the lens, at least she's looking through and it's, it's not shaded in one direction or the other. It's just a, in a fairness lens. Does this seem like it's a fair thing? You know, then I switch over to Caleb and Caleb just has a way, uh, very similar to my oldest daughter, Rachel, but of just being able to genuinely talk to people. 
you know, you could sit and talk to Caleb forever and he will make you feel good about talking. You know, he's just very, very good at that. He's very good at learning about you. He wants to know your story. He wants to know about you. And, you know, he, he gets to know people at a level way deeper than I have. It takes me a lot longer just because he has a way of asking questions that doesn't make people feel put off or interrogated, but to, to be in, invited into, you know, conversation and relationship, you know, and, and so that pushes me to get better at that. And then Eli, Eli is just a quiet, my quietest child uh, in a lot of ways, but Eli will help you when you don't even know it. He is very much a helper. That's the name that God gave him as helper. And it was very fitting because, you know, he will help you in, in things. And he's always looking at ways to try to, to help the people he cares about, you know, and he'll go out of his way to help people. And, and for me, that's, that's a challenge because I'm pretty selfish when it comes down to it sometimes. I just, when I really look in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm kind of selfish. Like, Rodney, you have this great thing you do with a moving ministry, you know, where you help people move. That's not me. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm going to be busy whenever you guys have to move. I'm just telling you. I don't know what weekend it is yet, but I'm busy, you know, because I'm just a selfish person, you know. And But I look at Eli, and, and Eli's not that way. You know, Caleb's not that way. Sydney, uh, Rachel are. And, and it's a way that just challenges me to get better. You know, and uh, I just, I love my relationships with my adult children. Um, they've not always been great relationships. And, you know, sometimes they're strained. But right now, you know, for the most part, they're going better than they have in a long time. I just wanted to share my dad's commitment joke. Right? Okay. Every time you crossed a railroad track, every time, and it, especially if you had somebody new in the car, you were going to get this. I think a, I think a train spun through here lately. Really, Dad? Why? Oh, it left its tracks. <laughs> I used to tell that one. I used to tell that one to Cody all the time. And finally, one day he looked at me. He said, "Dad, I think a train went through." I said, "How you know?" He said, "I saw his track." Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I love those things. That, oh yeah, it just just brings back so many cool memories. It does. It's just a commitment, you know, and it's just something that you'll always remember, and that's a that's a cool thing. Um, Kenny, we're actually going to go to uh, your clip, but I think Andy has to set it up. Yeah, I just want to introduce him. This is actually Kenny Z. Kenny Z. Because he's taking, taking a nap over here. So. Okay, yeah. Come on, ZZ. Okay. We'll call you Tops. Well, my son put this one in. <laughs> you know, I had three sons, uh, yeah. Chuck, Kurt, and Shane. And, but he has three daughters. Well, he just now got this, his sons. He's just turned one year old. So, But he, he sent this clip in because it, it's, it's, it's typically a daughter, you know, because they love that inner reaction. Mm-hmm. And we'll play the clip, and then we'll, we'll go into some other Okay. So, so in this clip, you got a father and daughter, and she's yes. burned some pancakes. Yep. Is that correct? And he's trying to salvage it, and she's salvaging it by different toppings. Oh, yes. And it, yeah, yes. Yeah, so we'll listen to that, and we'll come back and talk yeah. about it. Allow me to tell you special. Oh, please do. Pancakes. Oh. We have kind of burnt pancakes mm-hmm. and really burnt pancakes. Oh. Okay, but how much for the regular? Oh. Let me see. $3,000. And how much for the kind of burnt? Forty-seven cents. Okay, let me have the kind of burns. Let me have two kind of burns, please. Perfect. Now, do we have any condiments or anything? like? Uh, what do you mean by that? You mean like syrup or some oh. some honey or some jelly or some anything that might cut the, cut the taste a bit? Ketchup. Mm. Chocolate syrup. Mm. Hot sauce. And... Mustard. You know, I would have just went with, with chocolate sauce or, or honey or something. Don't but, worry, it's yummy. That ketchup right? is, uh, 
Ah, that's, that's enough ketchup. Now, would you like chocolate sauce? Uh, well, uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah for the chocolate sauce. Yeah, wow. Yes, for the lab on. Yes, mustard. Oh, excellent choice. Brown and yellow match perfectly. I think it's going to add some mystery to the dish. Don't eat it yet. We have the hot sauce. Hey, where, what happened to the pancakes? Perfect. I think we should say our grace and eat. Okay. You pray with daddy now. Okay. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. Please protect my daddy's throat. Please protect my daddy's throat. He never done nothing to nobody, Lord. You never done nothing to nobody, Lord. Amen. Amen. And now I'm going to dig in. Yep, and I think it's time to ingest this pancake and be a good day. Hey, look, it's Sapita. Oh, it's <laughs> gone. She's gone. Oh, that's the best pancake I've ever had in my life. Can I please see the bill? Oh, yeah, Bill. $400,000? You must be out your mind, woman! But the interaction we have with our kids and then the grandkids, you know, I was picking on one of the... Uh, the man at church, he was expecting his first grandkid. And I said, you're going to understand grand when you see that baby. Because that's when it really hit me, love at first sight. Because, you know, when you have your own kids, the first ones, you're still kind of in the shock and learning. You're scared. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you're yeah. terrified. Let's <laughs> yeah. just say what it is. God, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, you know, and, and getting through these situations, you grow. Yeah. You grow, and it's, they, they help you so much to grow. Because uh, I know they made me sit Slow down and notice little things, especially the granddaughters. You know, the little boys want to get into stuff. Now, oh, yeah. the, the granddaughters, now they want to see them little flowers and little rocks and, and just enjoy that, that walk through the park. Yeah, and, and, they enjoy the trip, yeah. not focused on the destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the boys, let's ready to go swing and, and, yeah. and all that. <laughs> but I was blessed with three boys and I was blessed with, uh, well, five granddaughters, well, four granddaughters. And two grandsons, so God's been good to me. My oldest granddaughter just got married. Twenty. Mm-hmm. They go by quickly. That's the one thing I want to say to everybody: enjoy these moments. They're precious because we never know when God's going to call any one of us home. Yeah, including our kids. Wandering around the mall looking for the ultimate soft yogurt. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 and then you, you well, you're building precious memories. At the yeah. time, they kind of stretch us, but that's that. They teach us the deep things of love. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, then we get to Rodney's uh, clip. But uh, uh, how have your kids impacted your life? Oh, well, they helped me to really understand and live First Corinthians thirteen. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't keep a record. And listen to you guys; these precious memories that you you bringing up, and the precious gifts that they are to us. That's what we hold on to. Mm-hmm. And we work through the difficult situations, and we keep working through them because that's part of life. Satan's always trying to tear us apart, and he's a master at that. And it's something we, as as fathers and grandfathers and great grandfathers, up the road, uh, we don't know what's up the road, but we hope we get there, and that uh, we can pass on the heritage that Christ, God, Father started in the garden, Christ redeemed at the cross, and hopefully we can bring demon in our families because we're mm-hmm. under attack. Mm-hmm. Our society and Satan hates the family. Yeah. He hates us. He does. And he, he hates any true relationship and he tears at us. But, oh, thank you. Yeah.
Rodney, I talked so long you didn't get time to get your clip in. I'm so sorry. Would you like to talk about uh, the topic a little bit? Yeah, well, I was really struggling to find a clip. And, you know, I normally cut gyms and he Mm -hmm. couldn't find a clip. So we're in kind of the same boat. And then I found this clip that was on a girl that at three years old was a prodigy. She's immense at three years old and it played through that. And kind of where I went with it was, boy, when we first were becoming dads, we found out, Oh, we're having a child who didn't just go, Oh, well, my child's going to be this. My yeah. child's going to be that. And then when they were trying something out, you know, oh, they're so smart. They're walking already. They're doing all these things. You're just like, oh, this is going to be so great. It's, it's like, oh, yeah, it's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm reliving my life through my child. I certainly did that with my son and sports and stuff because we were pretty close in doing all those things. And my daughter went in you know, a completely different direction riding horses, which was beautiful because it opened me up to something that I never would have had an experience with. So having one boy, one girl, completely different in how they approach and attack everything, for me, it was just constantly that learning process of constantly being able to learn that I can love in different ways. And even every time I screw up, they still love me. I remember how many times I just said, I'm sorry. Dad was bad here. He shouldn't have said this or done that. And all those things that happened over those years and you're like wow you guys are raising me you know (laughs) and and you that's the beautiful part about family you get to raise each other and do all those things and we're talking about movies because my wife was a big movie buff she always loves to watch movies and that's what we did as a family most of the time was just okay later in the evening like you just said the disney movies and all those things are just spending that time that quality time together it's like man if you would have had the prodigy and had or this great athlete, or they had this big special gift, you got to figure out how do I deal with all that when you just want to love on each other. Yeah. So it was, that's, that's kind of what they, the impact on me was just be loving and the, take the ordinary, and that's what becomes extraordinary because all those little things are just wonderful. And you don't have to have some big thing. You, all the little things are wonderful. Thank you. Jim, you wanted to add a little bit to that? Uh, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version, which I'm not good at, but I had my kids. We had our kids when we were kids. We had two children when we were 22 and 20. uh, Well, three children when we were 22 and 24. I was selfish. You covered that. But unconditional love both ways is what got us through it. I've got three great kids now. My daughter gave me a little block of wood when she was six or seven that had music notes and a cross on it, and it's still sitting in my bathroom because it meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate that. you got to give us a big word, I promised. Yeah, you got a big word? No. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, well, we won't go there. Go to MasculineJourney.org to register for the boot camp coming up November 16th through 19th, MasculineJourney.org. This is the Truth Network.